This is the Zen Superman podcast and in the episode today I'm going to introduce you to our second coach who's coming on board of the Zen Superman program. So come with me, let's meet her. Hi, I'm Elena Gomez Rodriguez and I'm a mental fitness coach for busy moms. And this is the first podcast to help you increase your stress resistance so that you can become a Zen Supermom and simply do it all while staying calm and happy. Welcome to the Zen Supermom podcast. Hi, Supermom. It's Elena here, your mommy tantrum specialist and the founder of the Zen Supermom system where we help loving but stressed out moms stop yelling at your kids and set healthy boundaries while you stay calm and why i'm doing this introduction and telling you about the zen superman program is because we are having actually so much success that after doing what one podcast episode where i introduced you to sylvia our first internal coach inside the program Today's interview is with our second coach who's coming on board and I'm super excited and that's why I want to introduce her to you so that you can see how amazing she is and in case it's you who's jumping on board and you will be working with her that you know who is she and can I trust her does she have what it takes well listening to find out so this introduction is to and now I'm going to show her to you is to welcome coach Tina Jarus. And I did my best, Jarus. Yay! <laughs> hi, Tina. Hi, hi. Hey, oh, happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, so we met with Tina because I was hiring. Like full transparency, you know, you hear it from me always as it is. I was hiring. The program was becoming so big. Even Sylvia now, her client list become, is becoming full. I used to do all of this by myself, all of the one-to-one trauma healing sessions with the clients. It was not enough. Sylvia is getting full. Not enough. So I went back to the trauma school where I, where I learned all of those amazing trauma healing techniques on how to get rid of the generational development of trauma. The reason why you're still yelling at your kids <laughs> fast, efficiently. And I told the guys, like, hey, guys, I need your best coach who can do this, who can heal the trauma using the same techniques. Please give me the names. I need somebody to help us inside the program. And that's how I connected with Tina. So, yay. (laughs) Power of the network. So, Tina, let's start there. I know you're an expat mom yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So, because we have lots of moms, and I don't know why, if it's because I'm an expat too, but we have lots of expatriate moms listening, and especially... Even if you are not an expat and maybe you're living too far from your family of origin, like nobody is helping you and it's just you yourself and the kids, like it can be tough. So do you want to share a little bit with about your motherhood journey? Like how is it to be of an expat course. mom? How is it for you, Tina? Yeah. It's great to be a mother. I think, you know, motherhood is one of the toughest jobs. Nobody teaches us how to be mothers. So we're all learning through our experiences Sometimes it's a hit or miss, Um, but, you know, the privileged ones are the ones who have access to help, access to people who have expertise, who've been through it. And I wish I can say that about myself when my kids were younger. I didn't have all the resources that is available right now, but I managed. I think I did a, a good job. I have a boy and a girl. They're 20 and 17 now. So it's different kinds of problems, you know, problems don't end. 
but I so relate to um, mothers who I work with and who share with me their challenges uh, with their children. Uh, I've been through a lot. Um, and sometimes we need a helping hand. We need, you know, we need to feel that we're not alone in this. Um, and, you know, um, when we're in like, you know, um, in, a, in a friendly setting or in family setting, we don't always share about, you know, our struggles. And sometimes we have the shame that comes up. Sometimes we have the guilt. Sometimes we compare, we feel envious, like, oh, you know, her kids look perfect. You know, she must be doing a great job. And um, and it's not the same as when you have, you know, someone who can, you know, give you tips, give you techniques, uh, teach you. Uh, you know, we're mothers and we all want the best for our kids after all, right? So if there's, you know, access to getting, you know, accurate information about what needs to be developed, what needs to be changed, how can I improve? And we're talking about little, little things here, little changes that can take us a long way. And I experienced that personally when I was taking a Lions course, um, which is the same one that you took, where I was, you know, learning all those techniques. I was already a coach. I've been a coach for six, seven years now. And it was eye-opening. Um, at first, it was difficult to... Yeah, yeah sorry to jump into something. your story, but I wanted to know, like, to and feel free to answer to the level of where you feel comfortable sharing, but were you a mamzilla? Like, did you used to yell at your kids? Were, were there times when you used to, like, lose your patience with them? Did you... You know, I have ever... a girl, my daughter, she's the younger one, since she was born, I always felt we were like this, me and her, butt heading. And I'm sure a lot Fighting. of moms mm. are hearing now and can relate to that. At first, I used to think maybe because she's a girl, you know, because my boy who's older was much more obedient, you know, the easy child. And I was like, maybe because she's a girl and I'm a girl, you know, and it'll pass. And then she was four and then she was five and then she was six and then she was seven. And no, it wasn't just that. It was realizing that it's not always about the child you know it's it's us it's me it's the baggage that i'm bringing with me i started you know exploring digging deeper how was my childhood perhaps maybe what my mom taught me or the way she educated me now i'm probably replicating things you know all subconsciously obviously and Maybe what worked between my mom and myself doesn't necessarily work between me and my daughter. You know, we're in a different era. Um, and so all of these started like, you know, matching up. And and it's brilliant. It's brilliant because it's, you know, a few techniques, a few exercises. Of course, the core of all this is raising our awareness. So we become much more aware of what's happening. We become much more aware of what are the areas that I need to be focusing on, you know, and and being mindful of what's triggering me. A little girl, she's that big, can trigger me and I can become like this, you know, monster. Yep. It's crazy, you know, the thought of it. Yeah. So yes, our triggers, how mindful are we of our triggers? And 
and let's get curious about those triggers. Where are they coming from? You know, I wasn't born that way, so they must yeah. have started somewhere because of some experience. And so, yeah, so this whole work, I'm super fascinated by it. I love it because I see the results. It doesn't take months and years um, like other modalities, but, um, you know, we go straight to the core of it. And it's it's really eye opening to whoever can you know undergo yeah. undergo those uh, techniques. Yeah, and I'm sorry I stopped your story there where you were saying how how eye opening it was for you when you started learning those trauma healing techniques. Yeah, because when we go to the course, we actually have to be the client first, so that you know how it feels. So, what was it for you when you started using it on yourself first? What was your so biggest I started, life? I started uh, realizing that, hey, before thinking about who's triggering you, you know, whether it's your child or anyone else, look at yourself. That's yeah. where it all begins. And that know? hurts the ego, right? Because I don't know Ooh. about you. For me, it was extreme. Like, I'm doing my best. What do you mean I'm not doing enough for me? Of course. <laughs> and me, I consider I've had a very good childhood myself. You know, yeah. I've had a very stable uh, upbringing. It couldn't be me. <laughs> you know? But then, yeah, when you scratch the surface, you start uh, discovering, you know, there are so many things we've been through. And it's not we're not here to blame our parents. We're not here to hold anyone responsible. You know, uh, hey, we're all humans. We're all trying our best. Again, there is no manual of how to be the best mom. Um, but there are little ways that can, you know, light up this bulb and make us realize that, okay, wow. So if I do this differently, the outcome is going to change. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It, it changes. So going back to what I was saying about my daughter, we were like this. And then after a certain age, I realized that the only way is to put myself in her shoes and to, of course, come to terms with my triggers. And the whole dynamics changed. The whole dynamics, communication became much more fluid. Um, she got closer to me. She used to like push me away when she was much younger. And now, you know, I hope, you know, one day you guys will meet my daughter. She's 17 and she's, you know, she's like a friend of mine. We get along. We talk very openly. She shares with me. We all care about, you know, being the confidant for our children. Um, so it's great to achieve this. And when I see the result now, they're teenagers. Well, my son is 20 already. You know, many times I sit with myself and I'm like, hmm, you did a great job. You know, all what you went through paid off. And yeah. I want to reassure any mom who's listening right now, when our kids are young and we're finding it so hard to manage raising them, don't look for gratitude then. It's not going to come. You know, our children will not be grateful at that age. They don't even have the level of maturity for this. But keep doing the work. Keep making the effort 
and you're going to reach an age where it will pay off and you're going to get that gratitude that you're looking for, that You'll recognition. get the payback. And then Yes. I guess the best payback will be one day when we see them with their kids and we are grandmas and we see Wow. all the, That's yeah, like, that's the dream. Okay. But back to the earth, because you were mentioning something you're talking about, okay, cleaning up the triggers rather than blaming it on your daughter. You realize like, okay, there's something in me that's getting triggered that didn't start with my daughter. But then I get the clients. I'm, I'll be playing the devil's advocate here, if I may. Yeah. Because we get to the point that they admit like, okay, there are some things. Okay, I had a happy childhood or yeah, duh, I had a trauma. But even when I clean that up, I'm still in this stressful situation. Like I'm still, I have this pressure from my job. I'm an expat mom.
myself. I've always been mindful of that. And I, and I so honor this and I really, really encourage every person to be mindful of your needs and your capacity and your limits. You can stretch those limits, just like you said, but do respect how much you can take on. We're not supposed to be super women, you know, we're not superpowers here. We all need support. We're, we should all be able to say no to things. And we always have a choice. I'm sorry, we always have a choice. If something doesn't serve us, we should exclude it. And I'm sure, you know, each one picks the battle that they want to, you know, go for. But yeah, keep, keep, you know, respecting your own needs and your own capacity. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. This is so important. Mm. And then setting the mm. boundaries and saying no. Yes. Yeah. We have so many episodes of this podcast and everything about <laughs> that because it's so hard for all the good mm. girls and people pleasers yeah. and everything that our mm. moms taught us. Like, never say no, always smile. Mm. Like, yeah. Think of the other before yourself. Exactly, because it's selfish to take yes. care of yourself first or say what you need and ask yeah. for help. Yeah, I've been there, done that, all of this. Yeah, I bet many moms who are listening now, they can, <laughs> they can identify with that. So I would like to flip now and uh, focus more on your professional career mm. because you'll be not just like this calm, wise presence inside the oh. program, but you will be doing the one-to-one -one sessions with the clients, uh, with the Zanzibar yeah. clients inside. And I have full confidence and I'm so thrilled that you're happy, uh, that you're I'm hopping very in. excited. I'm because very you have excited. a lot of experience. How many hours I was reading your bio? Was it like... Yeah, 1,400 now. 1,400 That's That's coaching hours. And mind you, they're all one-on-ones. I love working one-on-ones. I love this intimate setting i love giving the person this space where they can you know feel free about expressing themselves and working intimately to you know reduce those challenges that they're going through um i find it very rewarding as as a coach and i love being on on the journey with with people and being able to make even if it's just a little difference but I'm sure, you know, it, um, it, it'll go a long way. Um, so my background, well, my professional background, academic professional background, before I was a coach, it's in uh, marketing communication. I worked in the TV industry for 25 years. Uh, I have many hats. <laughs> We're not going to get into all of them. Um, being a mother as well. Um, but I got into coaching, which is um, which what we're talking about now, seven, six years ago. Uh, I decided I wanted to be a certified coach, professional coach. I want to do it the proper way. Um, I'm someone very, you know, integrity is one of my top values. So I value things that are done, you know, at a, at a professional standard. Um, and um, yeah, so I was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then I, you know, in coaching, you keep learning. It's a nonstop learning journey. And slowly, slowly, I got more interested in trauma work and, um, you know, everything that we go through when we're children, how it marks us, um, what's the difference between conscious and subconscious. And so this is when I took um, the clear belief certification, uh, where I learned all those, you know, magical techniques. And to add to that, 
I just got um, my trauma-informed certified coach uh, degree like six months ago. Uh, again, it added more tools and more know-how to working with trauma. Um, I've also done an NLP practitioner certification, uh, timeline therapy. Um, so yeah, so I there's think a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, but but you know what matters? What matters is the experience. What I'm doing in those sessions with these people and um, that's what i know. would love to hear about that's what i would love to hear about because when i say in my free trainings to, to all those moms many of them have already tried talk therapy or even timeline mm. therapy uh, mm. emdr cbt i always tell them like i have a lot of respect for all of my colleagues and i know there are lots of amazing professionals and that being said if you are coming here if you are listening the podcast and resources on how to stop being a yelling mom that tells me it didn't really help you fully there's yeah. still some anger that goes back and it's not really related to your child your child triggers it but it didn't start with your kid and yeah. we can help you heal that in just mm -hmm. a few sessions yes and yes. they freak out at that point because they're like what too good mm -hmm. to be true so i would like to hear some of your experiences oh yeah working with trauma because they don't believe me or there are many of them do that's why they join but there's still like big group of people who don't believe me that we can heal in one session one trauma mm, they're like mm. i did years of therapy i understand what happened but i have like i still get triggered by it i yeah. still get all these emotions yeah. So what has been maybe some of your most powerful experiences? Those techniques are very powerful. And when when someone, you know, gets into this, uh, those exercises or those processes, let's call them, um, they don't know what the outcome is going to be. Uh, you know, there's it's not, uh, you know, like voodoo or anything that is, you know, out of the ordinary. But a hypnotherapy, you will still it, know what you're not, doing. Yeah, It's not even uh, hypnotherapy. So there's no altered state. Everyone remains, you know, super conscious and they're talking and, and we ask them questions, they answer, but something happens. This opens up, this opens up. Uh, we're able to tap into the core of what happened and not only what happened, how it kept producing everything that they're doing today as adults because they're not children anymore, right? Um, but they're not aware of that. And, and yes, it's very powerful because, you know, someone comes to me thinking that it's, you know, here on this level and in just one or two sessions, they realize it's down there. They examined it. They know what put it there. They know how it should be removed and they get it removed. So it is wow, you know. Uh, of course, there are so many techniques and there are so many, as you said, modalities in the world. Some things work, some things work better on different people. It's very personal, it's very individual, but uh, this work is very powerful. And nobody wants to be a yelling mom and nobody wants to be remembered by their child that, oh, you were a difficult child. Oh, you gave me a hard time because this alone is traumatizing to the child. So we don't want to repeat those um, cycles from one generation to the other. 
we are used to hearing something from our own mothers and we just repeat it because that's what we know. And it's reintroducing the same harm with the same results and them too, once they're going to have their own children, they're probably going to keep doing this. So how amazing is it for us to decide, I want to break this. I'm breaking this pattern and I want to introduce something healthier, something fun. I want to enjoy being a mother. I don't want it to be a burden on me. I want to remember it as one of the best times of my life. Um, and I want my kids to remember that too, in that same perception. So, so yes, I mean, I would do anything to be able to have gone back when my children were younger, yeah. where, when I didn't know, and, you know, do the work. Uh, it's a very sig insignificant investment compared to the great outcome. Um, and it's available. So yeah. why not? We have the luxury, <laughs> like our parents didn't, but we Amazing. do. Yeah. Amazing. And it's online, you know. We're not asking someone to fly to, you know, to, to, to do this work. Yeah. So... So yeah, it's it's a no-brainer, I think. Yeah, and thank you yeah. for being part of that mission, Tina, because with all of mm. your expertise and experience, you could have chosen to spend your time helping anybody, really. <laughs> but I'm really happy I'm looking that forward it, to that. Yeah, I'm that really you're coming looking in. forward to that. Excited. So any last words, any last inspiration, words of wisdom from like uh, such an experienced mom, you know, expatriate moms of two kids? What is it that you would want our moms to leave with today? I think if, if anyone is listening to this podcast, that means they have this inkling that they want to make improvement. And this is amazing. And just that, I command you for that because it all starts there. It's this realization that I can do better. I can learn. I can I can seek help. And yes, do go for it. And already this is a great step. And then you're going to see, once you're going to take the program, it's going to be magical. They are fun techniques. Uh, you're going to learn so much about your own self. I mean, I discovered so many things about myself during that specific uh, certification. Um so yeah, and and trust the process and trust that you will be able to be the best mom that you can be. Um, don't let those saboteurs come in, those doubts, voices those in your voices head. in your head, telling you you're not good enough, telling you, you know, you will never be the best mom. Your kids will never, you know, appreciate this from you. Don't let any of this, you know, this buzzing sounds come in. And we're going to help you to shield yourself and to strengthen yourself and to gain more confidence in your own ability as a mother. Um, it'll all come in. I promise you, it'll all come in. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tina. It was amazing Thank having you. you here. Thank you. And you, super moms, I hope you're getting out some of that enthusiasm that we tried to share with you. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you inside. Yeah. Bye, everybody.